And now with aviation news from the only country that can call itself a continent, here's Steve Vischer with the Australia News Desk. Dateline, July 18th, 2009. Well, good day, folks. It's Steve Vischer here in the Airplane Geeks Australia Desk talking to you on yet another wet and windy Melbourne afternoon. Yep, and it's Grant here, and I've just had a look at the uh, prediction for the weather, and it's not looking like we're going to be flying any balloons tomorrow morning, that's for sure. We've had a very busy week this week, uh, you know, organising finance for Rob Mark's bank account and uh, organising a battered suitcase to place the cash in. Uh, but uh, in between that, Grant, I think we've found a few articles to cover. Yep, no, that's pretty cool. We've, we've got Rob's Rob's bribe, so he'll let us on the, uh, <laughs> the podcast. And as soon as we can figure out how we can talk back in time to those guys to record at the same time they do, I'm sure they'll let us on to their podcast. Cool, mate, cool. I tell you, mate, I, my, I'm going to miss that kidney. And Grant, our first story this week is talking about Singapore Airlines and uh, they're stepping up their services into Australia, particularly adding extra th- A380 services Wow, on the kangaroo route, as it's called. <laughs> Take that, Qantas. Here, have more Singapore girl. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And here's an article uh, in the Australian newspaper by Steve Creedy. It says Qantas faces renewed competition on the kangaroo route after Singapore Airlines announced yesterday it would fly a daily Airbus A380 Super Jumbo service to Melbourne. Wow. The decision to make the Victorian capital its sixth A380 de- destination increases the Singaporean carrier seat capacity into Melbourne by 10% and also makes Australia the first Singapore Airlines market to boast dual Super Jumbo ports. Oh, we are special. We are special. Gee whiz, I wouldn't mind a ride on myself. The A380 has proved popular with passengers who in many cases will book a flight on one of those in preference to other aircraft. Now that's really interesting. i got to jump in here because a friend of mine is doing everything he can to avoid flying on the Qantas A380s. He's got his agents trained to put him on any other flight but an A380. He doesn't want to be on it yet. He said it's too new, it's too freaky, no thank you. And he's, mind you, he's even starting to try and avoid A330 flights, but anyhow. <laughs> well, he clearly needs help. Uh, yeah, it says here Qantas also flies the A380 into Melbourne, but only twice a week, and uh, it flies it to LAX. doesn't fly it up into Asia. Singapore says that its new Melbourne service will offer good connections for people wanting to fly the Super Jumbo to London and on to Paris. Uh, it flies the A380 in a 471-seat, three-class configuration, featuring the widest business class seats in the air, first-class seats, and redesigned economy seats. I wonder if anyone's sitting in them. Well, we've talked about these sort of issues last week, and uh, certainly premium traffic is falling for everybody else, so I guess it would only follow that uh, Singapore Airlines would be yeah. no exception. Oh, well, this is, so this is starting in September 29 and replacing the daily 747-400 they've been flying. Well, it's interesting, Steve, that Singapore Airlines are increasing their uh, capacity into Melbourne and Australia in general because British Airways are going to cut their flights to Australia. Uh, according to Steve Creedy, yet, yet again, one of our favourite journalists, yeah. uh, Steve, Steve's writing in The Australian saying that British Airways is reducing its capacity to Australia by 5% by cutting some flights over the northern winter, but says it remains committed to the market. Uh, the article goes on to talk about how Qantas joint venture partner British Airways currently offers two daily flights between London and Sydney using a 747 on one service and a 777 on the other and apparently they're going to replace the 777 with a 74 service but reducing flights to daily frequency on some days. So obviously um, BA are doing some juggling here and cutting and so on. Um, not uh, surprising because they've so far grounded 16 aircraft and seeking to shed up to 4,000 staff so BA are finding it hard at the moment. Yeah BA they do a lot of co-chair work I think don't they with Qantas it's, uh, I think it yes. says they're a joint venture 
adventure. So um, I wonder how that's going to affect how many passengers are actually coming down here on Qantas aircraft uh, on a BA code chair. Yeah, I think they're talking about uh, the number of people who aren't going up to the UK during winter when it's cold. Well, it's always cold in England, though, isn't it? Well, there is always that. They're having a heat wave of 25 degrees, yes. So, yeah, it says here that uh, their spokesman, Sam Hine, I guess he's not a spokesman, Grant, he's a manager. Yes. Uh, he's yes. quoted here as saying that London is still and will remain for many, many years ahead, uh, one of the financial centres of the world, and there is still demand for first-class travel. Well, there is. There is some demand for first-class travel, but from everything we've been hearing, uh, there's not a lot of demand for first-class travel. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the financial guys are no longer travelling in first-class. They're lucky to have a job and to be in cattle-class. And Grant, now moving away from capacity cuts to a certain extent, uh, we reported last week that Virgin Blue and Delta had set up an interline agreement where uh, they were going to be, I guess, co-chairing across the Pacific from the west coast of the US into the east coast of Australia. Our friends Tiger Airways are apparently not happy about this. There's an article in the uh, couriermail.com.au this week by Jeff Easdown. Uh, reads, Tiger Airways is planning to disrupt Virgin Blue's deal with Delta Airways to share planes and profits to stem their heavy losses on the Pacific route. The Singapore-based Tiger Airways intends to lodge formal objections with the Australian and US regulators about the proposed de facto merger of Virgin's v Australia with the US-based Delta, now the world's biggest airline. It's understood that other major carriers including Air New Zealand and possibly the US-based United Airlines, are considering making similar objections with Australian and US authorities. Well, you, Good grief. Well, that's hardly a surprise, I guess. Uh, to be honest with you, Grant, Tiger Airways complaining about this kind of mystifies me a bit. I, I can't see how that would in any way affect their operations. Well, yeah, I guess it's not such a big surprise that um, Tiger's getting all antsy about uh, V Australia and Delta getting into bed together because uh, a major shareholder in Tiger is, of course, Singapore Airlines. And uh, Singapore have been uh, quite interested in in getting into the Pacific route. Admittedly, as per another article from Steve Creedy in The Australian, Singapore have diminished their enthusiasm uh, as a number of competitors have increased. But uh, honestly, I'm not surprised with Tiger doing this because if Singapore can find a way to destabilise it, it makes it easier for them to come into the market later. And yeah, Singapore Airlines is a 49% shareholder in Tiger and Semitech, the uh, um, investment arm of the Singapore government, are uh, also a shareholder. So technically, you could say that Singapore has a majority share in Tiger. So yeah, yeah, no surprises here, mate. Singapore Airlines has made no secret of its ambitions in the past to operate from the east coast of Australia or across the Pacific. Another strategy that uh, maybe they might like to employ is, uh, you know, make a little bit of noise here and say we're not happy. But then again, maybe if uh, this deal between Delta and Virgin goes through, maybe that could set a precedent where they could say, well, you know, you're letting this company do it. Now there's a precedent. They can do it. So can we. And that's everything we have for you this week on the Australia Desk Report. Cool. And don't forget, Rob, it's what's down under that counts. <laughs> Never a truer word spoken. I'm Steve Fisher. And I'm Grant McCarran. And we'll talk to you all again next week. Dos vidanya. Oh, you know, for a couple, considering that they, they, they talk kind of funny, I, or despite the fact that they talk kind of funny, I, I like those guys. Um, they're very knowledgeable. I, I, I am a little concerned, though, that, that they've made such a big deal of this this cash to get on the uh, the show. I mean, it's not that much. I mean, I, I didn't think we didn't ask him for that much. I mean, and you can make me the fall guy. I don't Rob, mind. Everyone I mean, takes so, you seriously. Yeah, I, I guess. And um, they did. But actually, long as they did, guys, you know, email me and I'll, I'll get you the address and you can just ship that stuff in that UPS <laughs> box or something. I'm, Steve and Grant, of course, have their very own podcast now that they've started up. It's called Playing Crazy Down Under, and you can find that on the web at, uh, at that address, www.playingcrazydownunder.com. 
as we record this, they've had their first episode out. By the time you listen to to this, they may have their second out. So we invite you to uh, go take a look at that. Subscribe to their podcast if if you uh, if you would enjoy listening to those guys each week. Uh, in addition to us, if you have to pick between you know like us or them, well, you you know where. Where that I'd gets send back you, but... to that bucket of cash thing that they oh. were talking about, right? Right. Well, because Get we the have end. them, and they don't have us. <laughs> and and let's face it, we taught them everything they know, practically. Well, exactly. really, maybe. Uh... Well, okay, maybe, maybe not. All right. Uh, but no, listen, I wish I wish you guys well out there in Australia, and I just can't think of a more fun uh, situation that we we really do have to figure out a way to. To, to do a show together and have us all on, I think that would be. Yeah. I think that would really be a hoot. Yes, we we will. We'll definitely do that. But that will depend, of course, on when the the cash shows up. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so just keep working at it, there, guys. Keep the kidneys and the cash. <laughs> <laughs>